0: Hey Graphic Audio fans, this is Dwayne Beeman here with this week's pick of the week. This week's pick is William W. and J.A. Johnstone's The Kerrigans Book One, A Texas Dynasty. There are not too many women who have seen more hardship than the main character of this story, Kate Kerrigan. She's been catching it ever since she was a teenager, living in the five-point slum of New York City. She got her toughness early on by taking out three dudes who had raped her sister. She then goes on with her dad and now pregnant sister to Nashville to make a new life. Well, things didn't get any better in Nashville. Kate's sister's pregnancy ended in a stillbirth and she dies from the complications from it. Kate's dad, distraught at her daughter's gravesite while in a heavy downpour, develops pneumonia and dies. However, one good thing does happen to Kate in spite of all of this. While traveling to Nashville, she meets a guy named Joseph Carrigan and they eventually get married and have five children. But the good feelings end there when Joe goes off to fight for the Confederacy during the Civil War and dies in battle. Fortunately, Joe has enough insight to write a farewell letter and gives it to his comrade Mike to deliver to Kate. With the mail service down and with him losing a leg in battle, Mike must try to get this letter to Kate somehow, some way. By this point, Kate's children have some age on them, and the two oldest sons go to work to help Kate make ends meet. Everything goes well until her son, Trace, becomes a prime suspect of a double murder of his boss and his boss's son. Trace goes on the run, but at this point, Mike shows up with Joe's letter and gives it to Kate to read. What's in that letter? What happens to Trace? And can Kate overcome these new set of circumstances thrown her way? You're gonna have to get the book to find out. This is not a hard luck book, but this is a great inspirational read about a determined woman and the strength she exhibits to take care of her family. Director Colleen Delaney and sound designer Thomas Hogan do great work in translating this story to graphic audio. The Graphic Audio Bullpen does great work in giving characters life, led by Helen Pafumi, Matthew McGee, Jonathan Fourier, and Nick DePinto, among others. I really like this book, and I think you will too, so go and grab The Carrickens, book one. Today, Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of William W. and J.A. Johnstone's The Kerrigan's Book 1, A Texas Dynasty.
1: In the darkness, and without pain, Kerrigan collapsed partially on top of Feeney, the mini-ball that shattered his skull lodged deep inside his brain. He did not hear the blast of his own rifle, or know whether he had even managed to fire it, nor did he feel himself die. There had been no time to feel or know anything. Joseph Kerrigan merely stepped through a doorway into eternity. Joseph, can you hear me? Feeney knew there would be no answer. More alone in the midst of a roaring battlefield than he had ever felt in his most solitary moments. Feeney was used up. Every man has a limit, and he'd reached his. Feeney's panic became mindless and he pushed Kerrigan's mutilated corpse away from him. Against all the dictates of logic and common sense, Feeney turned to run as if he could outpace the flying bullets chasing him. He could not, of course. Feeney felt something like a sledgehammer crash into the small of his back. He pitched forward, momentum slamming his face hard into the blood-stained earth. He groaned, tried to stand, and felt a searing pain in his right leg. Looking down, he saw a nightmare of blood and shattered bone. (coughs) He collapsed on the ground. Then all went still, and he neither saw nor heard. For Michael Feeney, late of County Mayo, Ireland, the Battle of Shiloh, just a boring into history, was over. 1907, the Kerrigan Ranch. (sighs) Kate Kerrigan rose from her chair and returned her husband's letter to her writing desk. It had been brought—no, the word was smuggled—to her by Michael Feeney, who arrived in Nashville more dead than alive from a wound received at Shiloh. She'd been poor then, and all the poorer for her husband's death. But Kate had a family to care for, and playing the weeping widow, living off the charity of others, never entered her thinking. Still, it had been a long, long time since she'd filled a bucket with water, soap, and a scrubbing brush. The blood of the dead robber and would-be rapist still stained her bedroom rug, and she could not abide the thought of it remaining there. She was at the foot of the grand staircase, bucket in hand, when someone arrived at her door. Kate's revolver lay in the parlor and she retrieved it, then returned to the door. Who is it? The triple click of her colt, Sounded loud in the quiet. I warn ya, I put my faith in 45s. A moment's pause.
2: Miss Kerrigan, it's me, ma'am. Hiram Street as ever was. Kate recognized
1: the voice of one of her top hands and unlocked the door. Come inside, Hiram. Street was a short, stocky man with sandy hair and bright hazel eyes. He was a good, steady hand with a weakness for whiskey and whores, but Kate did not hold that against him.
2: I was on my way back from town and met Sheriff Martin on the trail, and he told me what happened. I rode here as fast as I could to see if he needed help.
1: Kate pretended to be annoyed. Running my horses again, Hiram.
2: Well, I figured this was an emergency, Miss Kerrigan, begging your pardon.
1: The cowboy wore a mackinaw and a wool muffler over his hat, tied in a huge knot under his chin. He looked frozen stiff. Were you drinking at the Happy Reb again?
2: I can tell you no lie, ma'am. I sure was. But I only had but two dollars, and that don't go far at Dan Pardee's prices.
1: Come in and I'll get you a drink, Hiram. you look as cold as a bar owner's heart.
2: Dan Pardee's, anyway.
1: Street tried to stomp off the cold. He looked around at the marble, gold, and red velvet of Kerrigan's vast receiving hall.
0: I
2: ain't never been in a big house before, ma'am.
1: Takes a man's breath away. Kate smiled. It wasn't always like this, Hiram, back in the day.
2: You mean when you fit Comanches, Miss Kerrigan, I heard that.
1: Comanches, Apaches, rustlers, claim jumpers, gunmen of all kinds and ambitions, even Mexican bandits raiding across the Rio Grande. Yes, I fought them all, and killing one never troubled my sleep at night.
2: Maybe that's why I'm a mite uneasy about that dare iron you got in your hand, ma'am. Oh, sorry, Hiram. Kate
1: smiled and let the revolver hang by her side. Please come into the parlor.
0: If you enjoyed listening to the clip of The Kerrigan's Book 1, A Texas Dynasty, you can purchase this title right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. The book can be purchased in all available download formats, MP3, M4B, and FLAC. You can also grab it in audio CD format, and you can listen to your downloads anytime, anywhere, with our free Graphic Audio Access app, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back next week as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, grace.